Good day and welcome to Partake. Welcome to the beginning of our journey together through the Colossus of the Psalms, the giant of the Psalms, Psalm 119, 176 verses long. And the name for the moment of this series I've called Scriptural Delight. Alas, because of its length, a lot of people are put off reading it, let alone studying it. Yet it has a vibrant beauty and contains pearls of wisdom to offer Christians living in the 21st century with all its rigours, tests and temptations. So why did the psalmist write the psalm? I think the psalmist wrote it to encourage followers of God to firstly lead a holy life, a life of obedient godliness, and secondly to show what true worship of God is like through the study of his written word, and to aid the reader of the Psalms, help achieve these twin goals. He wrote it as an acrostic, so as to aid memorization. The Psalm has 22 stanzas or sections, with each line of that particular stanza beginning with the same letter from the Hebrew alphabet. For example, the first section has eight lines, all of which begin with a word that starts with the letter Aleph. The second section of eight lines would all have words beginning with the letter Beth, and so on through the Hebrew alphabet until the final section, which has the letter Tor. It would be like you writing a poem that went something like this. A good boy eats apples, apples that are rosy red, always crunchy apples, as crunchiness is best. Now I admit, that is a poor example of what an acrostic is like, but hopefully you get what I mean. That is acrostic because the first word on each line begins with the letter A. Then each subsequent section would be from B to Z. Now while all that may be very good for helping memorising Psalm 119 in Hebrew, however in English it does not translate like that as you can see just by looking at it. That doesn't mean we shouldn't try to memorise it, though. The famous Dr Livingston once won a Sunday school prize for reciting it from memory, all 176 verses. And C.S. Lewis, that great writer of the middle of the 20th century, described this acrostic form of poetry or psalm as a pattern a thing done like embroidery, stitch by stitch, through long, quiet hours, for love of the subject and for the delight in leisurely, disciplined craftsmanship. And despite its length and its seemingly repetitious composition, it is indeed an unparalleled work of beauty, colour and descriptiveness. So, let's take this journey together through this Colossus of the Psalms, In the course of these studies, we will be looking together at each of the 22 sections and looking briefly at one or two delights contained within each of those sections. At the end of each podcast, I'll ask a question or two so that you have something to think about or do in relation to that section. Then I'll be asking you to read and contemplate the verses in the following section of Psalm 119 in readiness for the next podcast. So let's begin. 
before we start doing some kind of analytical study of uh, Psalm 119, our next podcast shall be about the key words of the psalm, as the writer expresses different words for scripture or law. This is so we can get an overall feel for the psalm. So why not scan through Psalm 119 and highlight in your Bible whenever you see a word that you think speaks about the law, the Bible or scripture. Then write down what you think the psalmist is trying to convey to you here. Thank you and see you again soon.